Hello. Gerg Noslu here from the Bepretort. Safe for the recording industry, safe for the moral values of America, and safe for your listening pleasure. You can relax, America. We in the BH are safe for you. Let my home back in Omaha. See if I can make it out in the world. And I got as far as Wichita. Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore. Lost all my friends in Los Angeles. I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for All right, in that case, welcome to Member Report number 99, December 15th, 2007. Welcome. What's going on, everyone out there? Hello. Greetings. Salutations to our crew. We're all here. And, uh, yeah. So what's up out there? Out there or here? Well, I don't know what's up in here. I know that we're recording late again, so Clea's tired. If we said what's up out there and then we just sort of waited to hear what was going on. (laughs) For a whole hour. The whole hour passes. Well, hello? <laughs> this, is, this is compelling radio. <laughs> no, Come really, on, I thought it was live. Speak up. And I like that Greg doesn't, it says he doesn't know what's going on in, in here. Well, I mean, you in know. I, I, in well, team speak? In, in, you know, in this house? In this room? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would think you'd know more what's going on in mean? here than out there. Maybe it's more of an introspective question, like it's what's sh- happening in here, like with me. No, it's you know. esoteric. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Stop well, being true. obscure. you say anything, really... Everything that's going on is occurring only in your own brain and nowhere right. else. So uh-huh. that's true. From a certain point of view, I actually so that had kind of the case. I actually had an incident uh, this week where, or actually today, which brought that up, where I posted something on a um, on a message board, on an academic message board. And I posted something which, to me, it was basically I had just written this this little article or something about this column which had appeared um, in this academic place, and I posted this couple of comments about it. And basically, I was then savaged for the next you know fifteen twenty messages about the message that I had left. And basically, the problem was number one, apparently they were annoyed that I had posted without asking first, because apparently you're supposed to you know when you go in you're supposed to look around first and then you're supposed to kind of you know tentatively post little oh i agree you know like in some message somewhere and then if someone thinks that you're a good person then maybe they'll you know give you some approval ratings and i gather i I get the feeling this is kind of like how clown is going to eat me or whatever that dude from wikipedia i get that i think that's how he did it you know he gradually ingratiated himself and he worked up from the equivalent of bat boy until he became you know god of wikipedia and i think that's basically what they want me to do here and so they were really uh nasty and it struck me that a lot of what they were saying was based on them being really you know their territory was threatened and that sort of made me think about i had not intended to do that my post was very innocent but they had taken it as this full-scale attack on their integrity so that just shows you that um perceptions can vary you know they can vary substantially from person to person so (laughs) okay i guess it's not going to go anywhere Uh, it's just you know it's just that it took so long that's all yeah, with you staring at me blankly while I while I was talking. What you want me to interrupt you? Well, I'd and like just to like just... go, pow, <laughs> shabam, just <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while. I just like you to say, "Wow, that really sucks, yeah, no, on that. Or that's do really that tough. Did that ever happen on Batman? Just where they're like Sako and then how do you actually write that on the screen? Is that like segue noise? B o l b o l b o l b o l. We make a clear segue. We should all go. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of boxing, we could be like that uh, that book and record thing, you know, like the, we used to get as a kid. Whenever it's like, turn the page now, bring, you know, and then you turn the page. But you left out the yeah, best so part of the story. Anyone who's like skimming, if they're skimming through the MP3, then they just can listen for those sounds, and they'll know when we hit a new topic. It'll be like a page, like a bookmark. It'll be really useful. We should do that. Yeah. Okay. That that's uh, I think that's a good idea. Uh, this came up, Russ, because I know you just brought up something which we don't have to talk about, but you, you were mentioning before the show started about having a car issue, 
And uh, I wanted to mm-hmm. ask if you had, did you hear about this Price is Right thing that a woman a contestant? Uh, no. Yeah, a contestant won a new car in Price is Right and claims now that it was actually a wreck. That <laughs> that it was like a reconstituted car. <laughs> Hilarious. That, like, yeah, like basically she got into an accident, uh, like a fender bender, and then when she was in the shop to get the fender bender repaired, the guy was like, where'd you get this car? And she was like, oh, it's Price is Right. And they, he was like, this isn't a new car. And it's this car with like, you know, tens of thousands of miles on it, apparently. And, and then, you know, the, the so the Pontiac dealer is claiming that she wrecked the car and then is trying to pretend that it's not a new car. And she's like, no, you can like look at it for yourself. And so, so yeah, apparently Price is Right has decided that once Bob Barker left, they could just throw all ethical standards to the wind. Or they can change them. Because when Bob Barker there, he would just harass, you know, female, uh, the female models who showed off the things. Now they've switched over into grand larceny, apparently. So they're they're moving up the food chain, apparently. So either Pontiac or The Price is Right supposedly took the miles off the car. Yeah, like apparently that she said that you know she won this 2004 Pontiac coupe. See, her first problem well, was that she got a Pontiac because Pontiac, well, you know, they build excitement because you don't know left. when it's going to blow up. So that's true, that's true. So maybe I shouldn't so. I shouldn't claim that it's Drew Carey's fault. Right. But she won it on uh, in 2004 and then it said um, she was told after she paid the taxes and license fees that the vehicle that appeared on the stage had mechanical problems. When the car was delivered about 8 weeks later, it was not the model that had been displayed on the show and it had more miles on the odometer than the car she'd been <laughs> promised and basically there were all these problems with the case it's been reconstructed Shouldn't underneath have no miles on the odometer exactly why exactly. would it have any miles on the odometer i promise we'll only give you five thousand mile car right it doesn't have the quite ring to it the same ring to it does it to be like you know and you win a not so new car you know it's not quite the same same kind of you win a certified pre-owned Lexus. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's like, Certified oh. pre-owned. You won a lemon. Congratulations. Here's your lemon. Make some lemonade. I love how well, used you know, cars used have become to do that. cars. Yeah. On Let's Make a Deal, they would give out piece of shit cars, but they would do it on purpose. It would be right. like, you can have, you know, Kurt number one, Kurt number two, the magic box, and then sometimes you'd pick it. It'd be like, it's a car, but it has no wheels. Wah, wah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and they would, like, go home with a... A husk, an empty right. husk, and nice. then they would always That's worth do the like thing. Seventy-five bucks. Yep, and cost five hundred to move around because it's too heavy. Yep, and they would always do that thing where they played it, you know, a little bit too conservatively, and they're like, "All right, I'm going to stop with this," and then they're like, "You would have won this," and it was like the equivalent of like a brand new Porsche with you know, no, and all. They're just like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's all right." Instead, you get to keep this barbecue grill. Oh, that's well, you know, yeah, I that was like a really frustrating. They definitely show. have like elves behind the curtains who just move in whatever the most disappointing thing that could be behind the curtain is right when you pick it you know when they decide to be mean to someone it's like i'll take curtain number three you win it's a duck it's a family of ducks you win a family of ducks you win a beehive but i'm allergic make a deal oh well and then if they don't pick it then they start stacking gold bricks behind the curtain for the time when they're going to do the reveal you would have won Fort Knox. Oh, we wanted to give you Fort Knox. We're sorry. Can I ask why uh, elves would be involved with this? Why it has to be elves? This is like their day job when they're not doing Christmas. They're like, well, we work. Because you know, let's make a deal. Elves are magically faster at stacking things than human beings, and you'd need to do that in the TV okay. because you don't have like the ability to edit and do clever things. Everything it's has a to valid point. Time. I see, I see. So they have to yeah. be able to do stuff like that. Well, I mean, but if you're putting out the most disappointing thing, the most disappointing thing doesn't have to be super elaborate, right? Like you could be like, you win this Adobe model of a house. You know, or you win this tin of Altoids. <laughs> exactly. Oh. How long does that take? <laughs> Congratulations, you win this half-full Poland Spring bottle. Oh, and with someone's. I think it's the other side of the equation that takes more time. The the super exciting thing that you didn't pick. Right, that you didn't pick. That's that right. Probably yeah. seems like. Yeah. yeah. I guess it could be like it's it's a small asteroid made completely out of uh, platinum and titanium. You win. <laughs> you know. You're like. What is that? Yeah, you could make it something where people would have to figure out if it's worth something or not. They're like, you win two ounces of this very rare substance. Everyone's like, uh, is is that is that good? You know, they're like, it could you be worth. You win seventeen bronze ingots. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You're like, what's the exchange rate? Never mind. Bronze seventeen ingots. bronze ingots. <laughs> is it actually pronounced ingots? That's awesome. No, it's ingot. You're right. I like saying ingot. <laughs> bronze ingots. I'm <laughs> they're actually not ingots. They're these like little midget. They're like these elves whose names are ingots, and they get mm-hmm. to go home with you. That is an elven name. It's an elven clan. 
Ingot. <laughs> That's awesome. You win your own elven Weasel clan. Weasel of the Ingot clan. That'd yeah. be awesome. Dude, how sweet would that be? You're just like walking down the street. You know, you you walk up to somebody who's bothering you. You know, someone cuts you off at a light. You're like, go, my minions. And the Ingots get out and they like rain, you know, bows and they like use their bows and arrow and rain their arrows down on him. Well, we aren't we? We're switching elves now here. I, uh, here I was thinking kind of Santa's helpers. Keebler elves, yep. and now suddenly we've switched totally. to... Well, what the hell would be the point of that? So they could make you Ritz cookie, Ritz crackers? Why would you need them? I mean, Because they're the ones who work really fast to make all the toys in time. That's, that's what they're good at. Yeah, but they have the material to work with. elves right. are, like, agile and dexterous, but they're not good <laughs> at building toys. Yeah, but if you're, if you're fighting in, like, if you're fighting shoppers for, like, the new Tickle Me Elmo doll or whatever, having an ingot by your side, that kind of an ingot oh, would be, uh... No you know, doubt. They're very fast and sleek and well balanced and have my dark vision up to like thirty meters or whatever. You're like running out of the so store with the doll and it's like the scene in Lord of the Rings where the thing comes out of the water and you're like, Shoot it, Legolas He's like shooting into the crowd of people <laughs> trying to get to your Elmo doll. That'd be awesome. That'd be that I that would be totally I would actually love I would love to see people getting murdered over a Christmas <laughs> shopping spree. I with would, a bow and arrow. Well I'm sure it's I would happened, has it? over and over. I would favor people it. have gotten but not hurt. Like incidentally, I don't want to see the tramplings. Oh, yeah, no, that's not true. I do. I do <laughs> want to see the tramplings. The tramplings. <laughs> very much. I very much want to see that. Please, what more I really tramplings. I also want to see additionally is the person who's not part of the crowd intentionally killing more people that are in the crowd. That's also I want to see that. Well, I mean, haven't there Preferably been many mass shootings? Oh, okay, good. Yes. Preferably with a trebuchet. A ballista. If they had a trebuchet lined up. For the people who are, like, inside the store. A trebuchet. And as they rush in, they get hit with, like, a gigantic boulder. That would be amazing. <laughs> but, like, a, tre- but a trebuchet is something you would use, like, against a big, like, mall. Like, like an anchor store, like Macy's. That's how you would attack it, is with a trebuchet. Yeah. If, if you wanted a crowd... Entrance with yeah. some ammo from your trebuchet. You need, like, a ballista, is what you'd need. Because that's, like, a, a crossbow like that a you could, like... a giant spear? Right. No, no, isn't that a crossbow? A ballista's a crossbow, I think. It's like a massive one, yeah, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a... Right, it's a massive crossbow that shoots a gigantic spear. That'd be awesome. Of course. Why? I, can you imagine the cops are like, you are charged with bringing a medieval weapon to a mall? <laughs> like, and no one would see this coming, right? Because you're like, all right, just stay there. And everyone's like, ah! And then they're like winding it up. You're like, stay there! Ah! Like, this would clearly... Wouldn't it be great you know, if some, like, barbarian army out of Roman times got transported through time? And they showed up in the middle of a parking lot on, like, Black Friday. And they saw a mob of people running towards a store as it was about to open. And they thought that it was, like, a Roman army or, like, some peasants that they wanted to kill. So they, like, knew what they were seeing because they just saw a mob of people running at something, which they're very used to seeing. So, of course, they do their tactics and they flank it and attack it and maul everyone to death. They wouldn't That'd take into great. account the modern clothing. That wouldn't come into account because they'd be in the frenzy of battle. No, is that like, the idea? Everything would be disorienting, so their brains would filter it out because it would be too much stimulation. The only thing they would recognize would be the flock of people running towards something, which they would think would be some kind of army or I see. You know, retreating. Well, they have that something, and so they went and murdered all of them. Well, they have that credit card commercial, right, where they had the Vikings, uh, suppose the, the one of the Capital they, One commercials, you know, where the, the Vikings are like guy, running. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they've they've come up with this premise before. One of the things, except that, they don't ever kill people, is the problem. Those those are the, like the wussiest Vikings ever. They're just like, oh, you used another credit card. We're gonna run across the thing ron <laughs> yeah it'll show you exactly we ran at you but didn't do anything because of capital one what's in your wallet well like there's actually the um th- there's this commercial for snickers have you seen this where they have this this viking and then there's this pilgrim i don't really know why the pilgrim's there but the viking's there and the pilgrim is like running into some store to like get a snickers or something and he comes out and he's just like uh you know i you know they have no snickers and there you know, there are no snickers left the viking's like no! And he picks up a barrel and like throws it across the parking lot and hits some car. And then the then the pilgrim's like, but I got the last one. And he's like, yes! And he picks up the other garbage can and throws that across the parking lot too. <laughs> it's just like, and the pilgrim's like, there's just no difference between those things, are there? And he just looks at him and then eats the Snickers. I thought it was amusing because it involved a mm-hmm. Viking. Anything with a Viking is amusing and, to me. So. Oh yeah. Generally. Is that true? Anything with a Viking? Just about. 
Maybe not a Minnesota Viking. There's got to be an example of something with a Viking that is not entertaining in the least. Well, because it's uh, all, you know. Um, what about History Channel's documentary about Leif Erikson? Is that is that entertaining? Well, yeah. I think it's entertaining. I don't know that it's funny. Okay. What about <laughs> the... Uh, this is compelling radio. This is compelling sound right here. Like, let what can we come up with that will bore Greg about Vikings? That, that's, that, how do we figure this out? I don't know that many things with Vikings in it. Well, that's what I mean. I don't either. But everything I've ever heard about them is cool, right? They're not. See, here's the thing. Vikings certainly had ethical issues, but I can't. Vikings were not boring, from what I understand, right? I mean, by definition, Vikings were Vikings. They were awesome. You know, they. Pillaged well, and were the bald. warriors the only ones considered Vikings, or was the whole society Vikings? The whole so- I think the whole society was wasn't the whole society Vikings. I well, think? then clearly there were boring people that were Vikings. Oh well, right. If you're like a miller and you live in the society of Vikings and you're a Viking miller, you're not leading a particularly romantic, exciting life. Well, because but if you're a Viking you're miller, beer all the time. <laughs> yeah, but if you're a Viking. <laughs> But you would still have a sword that you could kill people with at any time, right? Like, you'd be a Viking Why? first, and then you you'd subdivide. You would have a sword. No. Yes, you no, would. Every Viking has to have a sword. No, 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 no. I'm saying, no. It's like saying every Japanese person in the samurai era had a, had a katana. They didn't. They were, they were peasants, and there were, like, a few samurai who were the cool rich guys walking around. Similarly, like, in Viking society, there were Viking homeless people. There were Viking, <laughs> Viking cooks. Ho- <laughs> there were Viking homeless people. There, yes. And Pardon there me, were, Olaf. Can you, you know, spare Viking some change? And not everybody had an axe and were berserkers. That was like a very small percentage of the population. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying berserkers because berserkers, that's a different situation. Like berserkers are, you know, that's, that's, they were a special, an honored subsect of the rest of society. But everybody, see, I, my thought was that they were raised, this is like in Sparta, right? In Sparta, everyone was raised, all the males were raised to be warriors. And it didn't matter whether you were eventually going to be like, you know, a politician, or if you're eventually going to be some other person, you were going to be a warrior. That was your number one thing that you were going to be because you were Spartan. I think that's more or less the same thing with the Vikings. I mean, yeah, you were a, you were a beer guy, but if they didn't have enough rest, they didn't have enough people to be like, okay, we're going to send out our special force. Like, there was no volunteer army right like you know you sign up for it be all you can be and then everyone else gets to come there's no civilian control everybody was everyone was a warrior right so you're saying it was like israel uh was that what i was saying <laughs> i guess so where everyone's in the army right where everybody that, that's right I yes where everybody's expected case. to share equally except that they're always available because i would think that there would always be a case where the vikings that's the thing the vikings were always running you know going elsewhere to like conquer other people and they had to take most of their people to conquer them i would assume Okay, what if you're, like, a Viking doctor? Does that mean that you're healing people, and then you pull out your axe, and you chop someone's head off, and then you go to see if they're okay? I'm not sure the Vikings were big on doctors, Russ. You kill some... I'm gonna gonna assert... You're saying there were no... There were no healers? healers. I mean, in Dark Age of Camelot, there were healers. (laughs) And that was loosely based on medieval... Reality. Fantasy. Wouldn't that it be like the yeah. weak would be culled from the herd? <laughs> Isn't that what basically would happen? Would they be like, oh, yeah. you know, okay. take so one, take a load Vikings off leaf? They're not only Israeli, but they're also Klingon. They're Klingon Israelis. Uh, don't you think the Klingons and were modeled on Vikings to a degree? A warrior no, culture? I think they were. I think they were modeled on Israelis. And um, what? So no, this was before the whole <laughs> Israeli thing. Well, it wasn't. Yeah. Usually also Beastmaster. And also Beastmaster. <laughs> right. No. I said no such thing. Yeah. Um, um, no, you know, Vikings, Vikings, no. that was their warrior culture. You know, that was the key. I think that they were definitely bartenders who were Vikings who had no interest in picking up an axe. Well, I mean, obviously, too, you would have people who were leaders and other people, but, like, there would always be some... The dude would always have, like, a short axe, like, you know, hanging off his belt, right? He wouldn't just... Axes were expensive, dude. This is the beginning of the Iron Age. Like, you can't just... Everyone doesn't have an axe. It's not like the Iron Age is, like, everyone's wearing giant metal suits made of iron ore, and they, like, clang against each other whenever they walk around. No, you're right. It's 
not like, like that. A they just have an axe. Tiny bit of iron. <laughs> It's the most valuable yeah. thing that anyone's ever seen, and not everyone can afford it. I love That's how Russ is like, Iron Age. it's not like everyone has, like, you know, a full suit of iron, you know? It's like, I'm like, what about an axe? You're like, no, because then they'd have a full suit of iron. Wait, what? They have an axe. <laughs> they just have an axe. And besides... It's too expensive. There weren't that many people. How many Vikings do you think there were? There were not five billion Vikings. And all, no, and only so the men fought. 40,000 Vikings. 20,000, only the men fought. 40,000 Vikings... I don't think that all of them were fighters. I think that some of them liked to clean the floor, <laughs> and they didn't have any use of fighting. So you're saying that there's not enough room in this vision of mine for Viking homemakers. That's your basic concern here. Come on, Greg. From what you know of people, and, you know, in some form or other, we're all basically the I was same waiting to for see the last where the sentence was going to go. <laughs> From what like, you know of depending people. Depending on, you know, it changes... No, seriously, if you you can take any subset of people yes. and say, okay, if we raised all these people within a particular extremely warlike culture, would every single person be a fighter? And the answer is probably no, that some people would just not be up for it, not be good at it, and it wouldn't and be would useful, be no matter how warlike your society was, to have them around. But if they were all killed, then why are there Nordic people that exist today who are anything but, like, the most testosterone-driven, like, killer, mutant murderers? Because the Vikings like, didn't win, possibly Russ. Exist? <laughs> That's why. No, but what people we see today are the Nordic losers. Descent, they should be, like, massively angry, aggressive people what? based on what, what you're telling me about their... About the way that their genetic line. No, 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 no. Through, See, you're confusing right? Vikings with if berserkers. There were some Vikings who were Vikings. just normal warriors. Like, look, warriors, there are lots oh. of warrior kings. There are people who could be kings and could do peaceful things, but they also could fight when need be. It's not like it's not like they kept these people in a cage and they're like, go forth. And they're like, ah! and then they threw them all back in a cage with, like, raw meat and shut the cage again until they needed them. I mean, they had to, like, function I'm, in society okay. when they weren't fighting. It's so. true. I'm making a stronger statement than not everyone was a berserker. I'm saying that some people were pacifist Vikings. They were pacifist Vikings. What? They didn't want to be a part-time warriors. And they lived. And they also, you know, procreated like other Vikings. They sound like this dude from the Money so Python. Passive North, I just North want to, to sing, Father. Just to sing. No, there'll be none of that singing here. Oh, my God. So there's a pacifist exactly. squad. And he had blonde hair. That guy had blonde hair. Right. So that all fits. So what you're telling me is that basically at any moment, for my theory to work, and the, when we were in Norway, a Norwegian would have had to at any moment, like, could have just snapped and, like, tried to decapitate me with the axe that they were holding at their belt. Is that what you're saying? Or you could argue that if an, if anyone challenged any person in Norway to a fight, that that person would drop everything they're doing and say, well, I've been prepared for this for thousands of years. My family is trained in this art form. Now you will see the might of the Viking race. Roar! Right. And then they would chop your head off, and then they would go back to shopping, is what your theory is. And they would say, okay, why is it then? Clea just went over to The Viking Warrior by Jim Cornish. It's a website. And it says up top, Vikings, uh-huh. colon, dress to kill. I think that says all you need to know. And then it says weapons were a it very valuable like a part. Show. It says weapons were a very valuable part of the personal belongings of all free Viking men. All free Viking men. So the slaves got to be the okay, homemakers. Okay, again, however, now, a Viking I man, don't know if he's using the definition a Viking of man, Vikings equal warriors or Vikings equal entire society. Uh, a Viking man carried a sword everywhere he went, even to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a wooden sword because metal like was that, expensive that, and you can't like around. <laughs> And I tried They're to look up. I tried much. to. I tried to Google were there pacifist Vikings, and all Google could come up with well, it was, right. "Did you mean?" Were there pessimist Vikings? Actually, what what Clea wrote, though, which is even better, is were there pacifist, P-A-S-S-I-V-I-S-T? Like, Vikings were like, all right, if you want me to fight, I'm going to go fight, then. Stop being so passive-aggressive. Here we go. Well, that's what I was looking for. Pacifist, yes. Pacifist Vikings articles. Let me see. A Viking pacifist, the no, life no. of St. Magnus in Saga, <laughs> Old Norse made new, essays on the post-medieval reception of Old Norse literature and culture. Greg, you're looking at the See, football there have Vikings. even been books, there have been books written about Viking pacifists before. They, obviously, there's obviously evidence that not all of them were crazy warrior people. A comment on Eric the Viking, the movie. Um, what's better than a, what's funnier than a pacifist Viking, a crap berserker? 
There you go. So they were mocked, well, even if they tried to be pacifist. <laughs> a crap berserker. <laughs> How long did it take him to come up with that one? A crap berserker is a real knee slapper. Well, look, there were even women were uh, sometimes on the boat, but no one touched them. That's right. Well, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> That's the Minnesota Vikings story. <laughs> They're also gay. No, you remember when Dante Culp, Dante Culpepper was on the boat with the Vikings? That's what that's about. So like the strippers. Yeah, the strippers. But nobody touched nobody them. Nobody touched them. No touching. Nor did they execute them with their swords. It would be funnier, though, if, like, Adrian Peterson is running down the field for, like, the Minnesota Vikings, and all of a sudden he loses his mind and whips out his short sword and, like, attacks the other crowd. That would be awesome. That would get you some serious ratings. No, I mean, like, I think, look, your whole point, Russ, about the Klingons was that the Klingons would be completely unaffected by terrorists because they would be a completely warlike society that would not not give in to anything. So I'm saying that this is the same thing, except that this is actually real as opposed to the Klingons, which are, although cool, not real. That's my point. Uh, nope. I'm sorry, Greg. I'm going to just prove your point because I found more evidence about this St. Magnus dude. And there's a Christian hymn to Magnus the Martyr. He was known as Magnus the Martyr. It dates from sometime in the early 12th century, perhaps a little later. It was composed in the Orkneys, a group of islands off the north coast of Scotland on the way to Scandinavia. The Orkneys belonged to the kings of Norway, and they were governed by two earls. And Magnus was a rare bird, a Viking pacifist, and Hakon found him quite annoying, partly because, understandably, Magnus was quite popular with the average Orcadian compared to his more violently disposed cousin. Note so Hakon had yes. Magnus murdered on April 16th, 1117, whereupon miracles began to occur. Yes, here's the problem with all that logic. And that Story is that... of the pacifist Viking. Do you know what happened Saint to St. Magnus? St. Magnus yeah, they killed him. Yeah, he, he blotted his record with the Norwegians by refusing to fight in a Viking raid. And they didn't just kill him. He actually had uh, this guy, Hakon, that you mentioned, had his cook kill mm-hmm. Magnus by striking him on the head with an axe. An axe being carried, let me remind by you, cook. by a cook. Not using for, like, <laughs> while, while you're chopping up your chicken, when you're done chopping it with that axe, you go over and kill okay. him. <laughs> You know, Greg, even in the modern day, I would argue that every cook that is a professional cook has immediate access to a large selection of knives and short swords. And that doesn't mean that they're all part of the Spartan culture. It just means they need to have large knives because they're cooked. But he didn't kill him with a large carving knife. He He killed him with an axe. Axe. He didn't say he went to his butler who took out his axe and killed the no, guy. He no, he said... No, he said... utensils. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they cut the heads off of chickens with? So wait, they he... Uh, an axe, man! Uh, so, so he killed him with the same axe that he used to cut the head off a chicken with, as opposed to, you know... If you got a butcher, like, a large animal for eating, which I'm sure Vikings like to eat the, large the, animals, the, like saber-toothed tigers... Nah, the Norwegians <laughs> were all about fish. Saber-toothed tigers? <laughs> because they lived 6,000 years ago is when the Vikings lived. No, this is like around 1105 in Norway. Saber-toothed All they tiger. ate were like fish. They could. He probably Can had a nice fillet knife. Saber-toothed tigers <laughs> in, the, in the 1100s, Greg. Gee, okay, I think so. So let's see. When did saber-toothed tigers <laughs> become extinct? Google gods. Okay, I'm pretty sure that there was nobody to record the moment when saber-toothed tigers went extinct. Therefore, you guys can't prove to me that there wasn't a straggler (laughs) saber-toothed tiger. Last saber-toothed tiger died 10,000 years ago, or roughly 4,000 years ago before the development of mankind. From the 20th century, he doesn't. He wasn't there. He doesn't know. So to support your argument, you have to somehow prove not only that Vikings <laughs> didn't all carry weapons, but that saber-toothed tigers existed much longer than anyone else thinks Well, you know did. what, Greg? No, I don't have to prove that. That's just a corollary to my other argument. That Greg, is no way dependent on the first argument. Yes, yes. Greg, I think I might have to disagree with you. Clearly, there is a saber-toothed tiger... Yes, that is a band. Living and touring yeah. in right now. Look, yes, sabertoothtiger.net. <laughs> gonna, the, the Sabertooth Tigers can be on the West Coast. Do you notice what, there's, what their logo is? It's a freaking skeletal fossil <laughs> of an ex-Sabertooth Tiger. Even they have admitted it to themselves. I bet if you look at the Vikings, you're going to see a bunch of axes on their pages, too. Everything you say is proving my point even more. No, Russ, what do you have against this idea? Why Wouldn't you like the idea of, an or, of a society that has axes and swords all the time? Wouldn't this be a good thing? 
Would that be like a positive yeah, step? Theoretically, it's fun. I just don't believe <laughs> that it was perfect. He was I talking don't about reality, that no matter Greg. How good their ideology was that they could possibly convince every single person to do what they wanted them to do. I just don't think it would have happened. But then they would have and killed the ones who didn't. There were some Vikings I mean, I'm sure who didn't walk around with axes and swords. Look, in baseball, there are some players who aren't very good, right? Clearly, there are some Vikings who sucked at being warriors, but that doesn't mean that they refused to pick up a sword. They were just bad at it. I'm not saying it. that they sucked. I'm saying that they refused to be no, armed. No, no, no. That they like not that they were just bad at being Vikings, but that they opposed the way that they were brought up. Using what principle? Civil disobedience? <laughs> what would they have used to do this? It's a story. principle, yeah, they of were rebelling a... against authority, which is as ingrained in humans as any other. And got St. Magnus killed on the head by an axe from everyone else. Well, you who know what? Was, another, you know, another good example of this would be the Spartans, because the Spartans really were like I mentioned an entire that. race. I said of, Spartans. Okay. Yes. I, I was too that. busy looking for okay. tigers. And I would say the same thing. There was some kid who was a Spartan who was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and, you know, maybe they banished him. Maybe they killed him. Maybe he wiped the floor of, you know, the barber's shop or whatever. Slash healer. I mean, I'm not but saying that there fight. wasn't one person not everyone who was, like, fought. lame and ill and, you know, who had they hadn't gotten around to killing yet. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> that not at all times did everyone in the society have a sword in their hand. But, you know, it was one of those things where they had a limited shelf life. And they were like, whatever happened to Olaf? Oh, I think he's sick, isn't he? Claudius. <laughs> kill him oh, off then. <laughs> leave him alone. He's not going to hurt you. No, no, I heard that he was here and it's my job to euthanize him. No. <laughs> I saw... I saw him the other day going to the bathroom without an axe. Come on, admit it. No, I did. I had it in my right hand. and I. Oh, man. Of course, part of it is probably, I, th- I would think at that time it would be a matter of survival where you wouldn't even have to, like, it's not like the, like the draft where you have to register for selective service. Like, you would all, all of you would want to carry an axe because it was stupid to walk around in the 1100s without an axe. It's your culture and your society. Yeah, what would happen if you ran to a saber-toothed tiger without your axe? It doesn't... It doesn't matter how ingrained it is. There are always people who just won't go along with the crowd. Uh, I think that that's universally true. Yes, and they I don't were think eaten there is by any tiger yes, example. There's nobody left of a society where 100 percent of the people were all doing the same thing because it's not in our nature well, to I, do that. But the, the argument, the argument is not, as I say, the argument does not have to be that at every second everyone held a sword aloft into the sky. I mean, there no. are, you know. No, he's I not saying that. I'm saying there were people who never, ever, ever would pick up a sword, that they would sooner die than pick up a sword, even though they grew up in the Viking culture. There's, there's, but there's no, there rubric. Like there's no rubric. There's no, there's no, there's no. Like St. Magnus. Yes, who was killed by an axe. But that he was existed, the, Greg. Yeah, he so? existed. He was the guy, and then he, he was existed, the example. So he proved He was the exception point. that proves the rule. And look what happened to the exception. Do you think and after St. Magnus... St. Magnus, there are a hundred people who didn't show up in Wikipedia who are doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you guys think that after St. Magnus's death... How how would you say the trend went towards pacifism or towards I better be picking up a sword like everyone but else still, does? Still, his know? point I'm not is talking about trends, man. Yeah, he's talking about in their talking minds about I stragglers and outliers. The vast majority, not even the vast majority. I would say 99.9 percent of the people in that society, the the warriors in that society, the Viking males, were the kind of people who would have carried swords and axes because it would have been stupid not to. It was a form of protection. I mean, most people had to do this. It was a dangerous time. It's not just an issue of pacifism. It's an issue of protection. Greg, your logic is the same logic that people are like, if I live in a dangerous neighborhood, I should carry a gun around all the time because I'd be stupid not to carry around a gun. Yeah, except that at the time, Russ... you would make the argument to them that carrying around a gun all the time is extremely much more dangerous than not carrying around a gun. Because we have... Problems in a different way. Yes, because we have what's known as a police force, something which was singularly lacking... Singularly lacking in the Viking times. In the Wild West... So in the Wild West, there wasn't there was a police force. It didn't do very much, and lots of people carried around guns. And I think that you would probably argue still that you shouldn't carry around a gun no, if you're in the, the Wild West because you're just more likely. Oh, to there wasn't really a police I'm not force. Story. Yes, I don't know yet, about that. In a, in a system of laws and a societal contract and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think that Story, if he were having this conversation, would have said that Saint Mag, you know, that every Viking should have put down his sword all the time, even when he was getting eaten by the saber-toothed tiger. But I'm not Story. <laughs> I mean, like, and to me, the same thing in the Wild West. If there was absolutely no discernible police force, well, yeah, if you were getting shot at by Billy the Kid, you had to fire back against Billy the Kid, I would imagine. You know? I'm not anti-wide Earp. Billy 
Really? The saber tooth tiger kid. You would choose to have to take to get into a gunfight with Billy the Kid rather well, than I would, I trying would, to not be part of the gunfight. Oh, I would try to gun? not be anywhere near the gunfight. I'm just saying I probably would have in those days carried a gun around because it would have been better to have that even if I was a sucky gunfighter than not to have anything. I mean, I think that I would try to stay away from it, sure, but, you know. I mean, look. Look at the people who were involved in the big fight, right? The fight at the OK Corral. You had the Earps, and you had Doc Holliday. Doc. He was a doctor. He carried a gun. Now, there's a guy who knew that even though he was supposed to he heal people... He wasn't a doctor. Yeah, he was. Doc Holliday. He was just He was just educated. No, no, what? no. He was just educated, so they called him Doc. Like, it's a nickname for people who, you know, can quote from literature. He was not a doctor. So he's like, Doc, and he's in my sick. Doc. He was like he was more riffraff. He was like another criminal who happened to be a friend of the Earth. No, that's not so he true. He was a good guy in all the retelling. Inaccurate. He was a dentist. <laughs> he enrolled in dental school oh, in 1870. He was a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> he, decree of doctor of dental surgery. John was a good dentist, but shortly after starting his practice, on he discovered that he had contracted tuberculosis, but they concurred he might add a few months to his life if he moved to a dry climate. So he moved out to a dry climate and brought a gun with him. That's all. Yeah, it's not a real doctor. It's, it's well, but it's a dentist, so, so it's not a doctor, it's a dentist, a dentist with a gun. Well, that was the, his point. my point is most dentists would not be carrying around guns as if, as you would imagine it, either okay, Greg, in modern society. You've lost society. me. I'm trying here. I'm just now saying. He, now suddenly he's a dentist and he's not good enough for you. I'm no, I'm no. He is good enough for me. He's making my <laughs> point. My point is in a quite in a society like that without law, in a society like that which is every man for himself, so to speak. In those cases, it would make more sense that people would carry these guns, right. and you wouldn't have people like Russ would claim, like yeah, never picking up a, a gun dentist, and never doing. Who canoodles with like the most notorious gunman and hit-up man in the history of the country, then you carry around a gun. If you're a regular dentist, you just stay in your dentist's office. No, but you he didn't do that. Out with the dude who everyone's trying to kill every He didn't do day. that on purpose. He wasn't like, let Otherwise, me go hang out. He, let, me, let me go hang out with these people who get involved in bad things. He did this for his tuberculosis, but he brought a gun <laughs> with him, because that's what you do. He brought a gun with him because he was a robber and a notorious like friend of criminals. Well, I mean... Why well, he had a gun? Not because... He didn't have a gun because he was a dentist. And he didn't have a gun because... <laughs> I'm not saying he had a gun because know. he was a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, if I'm going to operate on Sabretooth, I better have a gun. No, I, he didn't have a gun because he was a dentist. He, he had a gun dis- in spite of the fact he was a dentist. The point is that, like, people in that society had guns. And people in this society had swords. Because there was no active police force and everything else. Look, I'll bet that when Rome started to... Con- don't you think that it's likely that when Rome started to build its empire... Okay. They took away weapons because there was no need for it anymore. I'm still on dentist holiday. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It says, okay, in 1875, after trading gunfire with a saloon keeper, he was arrested. He moved his offices to Denison, Texas, after being found guilty of and fined for gaming. In the years that followed, Holiday had many more such disagreements, fueled by a hot temper and an attitude that death by gun or knife was better than by tuberculosis. Does this sound like the average dentist to you, or does this sound like a madman with consumption who was looking <laughs> who had a death wish? That's not exactly like representative of dentists. But he's a good dentist. It's like Steven Seagal as the dentist. It's like, yes, he's gonna do unusual things that are violent. I mean, I'm sure there are other doctors what was who that had guns. Steven Seagal movie that we saw, like the opening credits for. Oh God! And yeah. I, I told you, please change it. I don't remember. Painful. It's like it's Steven Seagal, and it was a later movie, so it's like Steven Seagal looking old and fat. So he's in this room yeah. with these. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Turn the page now. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Thank you, Russ. Okay, so he's in this room with like five Asian, I, I guess, apprentices or something like that. Right. And he's saying some stupid haikus or something. And then suddenly <laughs> this guy, haikus. this one Asian, uh, All of you Asian apprentice runs in and says, "You know, master, I want to, I, you know, find what you say is so compelling. I want to learn the ways of your blah blah blah." And he looks at him, and then he does that fake Hollywood punch or something to the chest and knocks him up 10 feet back into right. crashing He's into like, this wall. That is your chi. Now, what I did to him, I could also <laughs> use on the external chi. And then he like, hey, this guy's a watermelon and he like hits the watermelon and like the watermelon crushes from the inside. He's like, that I could do to any of you. 
<laughs> he's just like, and I am, I am Steven Seagal. What? I'm like, he does. I didn't <laughs> get it at all. Yeah, it was pretty disturbing and terrible. Well, look, Val Kilmer was Doc Holliday. Val Kilmer wouldn't be a bad. I mean, yeah, Val Kilmer. And several people have played Holiday in these, you know, Tombstone and Wyatt Earp and all these different movies. Uh-huh. I liked Kilmer's interpretation of Holiday because he was very, like, passive, very into witticisms. And then if somebody, you know, drew a gun on him, he would have, like, the fastest hand that you'd ever seen and you'd be dead before you knew it. But it, he wasn't a hothead at all. He was just cool and calculating and smarter and sort of sarcastic. Right. But that's not the Wikipedia portrayal of Dentist Holiday. It's different. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. But the point is, it wasn't just Doc because it was a nickname. The point is that that's not someone you would have expected going in would have been the kind of guy to carry a gun around. And I'm sure that's the way it was yes, in a lot would. of these you cases. You would expect it. You would expect, you would expect someone who is sick and wanting to die by violent means to have a gun on him, for sure. But that, regardless of profession. Even if that's true, Russ, that even makes the argument more, because what that suggests is that even the weak who wanted to be called from the herd would be even more likely to carry weapons. Swords, knives, guns. The weak who guns. had incredibly hot temper? Yes. <laughs> Any ill-tempered, mercurial like weak person is bound to get into a gunfight one way or another. How many peaceful pacifist Vikings do you think actually existed, seriously? Like, how many of them were sitting around going, yes, okay. I understand the well, error of my ways. How many... Like, do I have to let's prove? Let's first agree on the number of Vikings. How many Vikings were there? Let's let's ballpark. A uh, hundred thousand. I couldn't find the population. Well, there's numbers. fifty-seven on the team. Right? Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> three three hundred thousand on a football team. Are you talking to fans as well, or just the players? I was going to say, if you add add all the people that can hold in the Metrodome. Um, yeah. Let's see. Special teams. Viking numbers. Purple jerseys. No. You have you can't yeah, just say Viking. You're going to get football again, Greg. You Viking, can't say numbers. Viking numbers. <laughs> Um, Viking numbers, Dante Culpepper, 81, Randy Moss. Wait, Viking 81. numbers, ten, no, that's a They're car. No, I meant the... <laughs> what? Unfortunately, it's in Norwegian, so it's not going to work. The number of verifiable finds of Viking Age nail binding? The hell's nail binding? It's... Yes, how many... Okay, we can work with that. How many Viking Age <laughs> nail bindings were there? <laughs> I've already got the number small. of Vikings. <laughs> Um, Viking population. Oh, how about this? Viking population numbers. That's what I did. I could. That's pretty much what we're looking for. How about this? <laughs> how about Viking this? population numbers. How about we look for population numbers? No, no. I just want number of Vikings Let's that live. Let's see. Uh, population. Do you have Viking ancestry in your DNA? Oh, there's Viking. The uh, population of Viking Alberta. Then you probably have an axe. Here we go. The Danish Viking wow. age. Finding this page, we can Vikings. Ball, I mean, we can agree on any number we like. I'm just asking for us to give our educated guess, and we'll all agree on it before I decide all right, let's how say, many pacifist Vikings. Let's say there were, let's say there are twenty thousand Vikings. Okay. Okay, twenty thousand, including men and women, or twenty thousand men Vikings. Twenty thousand men and women, and ten thousand men Vikings. Okay. Ten thousand male Vikings. Okay. Of which one of them was a pacifist. women aren't <laughs> counted amongst the pacifists since they weren't necessarily expected to fight, right. I'm really only dealing with a pool of 10,000 male Vikings. Correct. That could potentially be pacifists. Correct. Right? Right. Okay. So out of the 10,000 You have to prove more than Vikings, one. Let me just say. You have to prove that more than one of them existed. I would existed. say about 420 <laughs> did not have any interest at all. In <laughs> what? What is this number from? It's it's uh, like 4.2% of all of the male Vikings. Well, it's actually 0.2%. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Do no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, I got it right this time. Right. Or, you know, just over 2% of the entire populace. Well, that's... Although it was probably larger because I'm sure women were more likely to resist the violent so, tendencies of But of here's the problem culture. with this argument. Even if they were personally pacifists, they couldn't reveal it openly or they would be killed as being weak. So how did these these 420 people didn't go around like a blob, like, oh, that's the pacifist colony, don't go hang out with them. Like, clearly His they were interspersed. point wasn't that they were among, out there no, I'm s- in the streets, I'm Greg. S- no, but just I'm s- that they existed. No, that's not the point. The point is if they all carry... <laughs> I won't some- <laughs> kill you, I won't kill you, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? No, I mean, they're all carrying swords. I won't hit you. I won't fight. I'm a coward. And I'm right. Come get me. I'm a Viking. I I mean... I just had this image of Story in a Viking outfit jumping around doing something much like that, and I was thinking it was pretty funny. Um, 
I mean, no, but like here's here's the here's the problem. Even assume for a minute. I'm not saying that they wandered around these pacifists and said I'm a pacifist. But there would come times where they would say, all right, well, we have to take our war band and go across the sea. So if at that they have basically at that point two choices, two choices. Either one, they picked up a sword and went with them, and that doesn't count. You can't be like, well, they were, you know, conscientious objectors privately. I mean, that doesn't count. Or they said, no, I'm not going to do it, and they were killed on the spot. Like, what happened when push came to shove? What happened when they were told, time to pick I'll up a sword and fight? I'll tell you exactly what happened. Let's take the example of Hansel the Viking. Hansel the Viking, <laughs> Hansel the Viking. is, you know, doing his, his everyday job, <laughs> uh, keeping bar. He's a barkeep. With Gretel. Uh, washing down the with bar. With Gretel the bar wench, cloth. no doubt. With a damn cloth, yes. And it was all made of candy. And then one day... <laughs> a witch came. The Viking... And she was eaten by saber tooth tiger. The Count Crier, I'm, who I'm sure in your world has like five axes on him <laughs> and a giant suit of metal. <laughs> and looked a lot like one of the monsters from Full Metal Alchemist, like some giant behemoth with a suit of armor. Certainly. Who happened to be the Town Crier sure. because he wasn't killing people on that day. Of course, what? He comes through town, he announces some upcoming battle, he says, Two arms, Vikings, two arms. And Hansel, inside his bar, cleaning the bar, hears this. Hansel opens up the trap door, which is, leads to the basement. He goes into the basement, he closes the trap door, and he sits there and he hides while all the Vikings go to and war. And because there and are so happens. many Vikings in this village, the Viking age and because he's the equivalent fighting. of an illegal immigrant, he slips through the cracks because no one knows that the barkeep has vanished and no one knows why. There's no searches for him. Okay, look, and right. when they come back, he can explain... <laughs> You can't have it both ways. Is I'm this a warlike culture, or is it a culture of accountants? <laughs> Are they all like, okay, roll call. Hans the Viking. Where is Hans the Viking? Bueller. 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 Look, Russ, there's, Bueller. the point is there's no practical way they could do this. They come back, and the guy's still tending the bar. They're like, he what happened here? He's like, I disappeared. To the forest. All right, I found something like, for you. I had a great fight. I killed 17 Chinamen while you were gone. <laughs> what, huh. Chinamen? You know, whatever. They're like, who are those? They're like, well, they're people you'll know of in 500 years. Look, 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 look. It says... They both visited the New World. It says, although Christian analysts normally portray the Vikings as uncivilized and unprincipled men, the evidence of their achievement proves their sophistication, and the record of their violent activities shows them hardly tougher, rougher than their com- contemporaries. Look, Hitler liked the music, okay? The, the fact that they liked art. The on their skills as seamen, and the excellence of their wooden ships. Yes, See? which we saw. We saw this. We saw those ships. See? Yes, but that's... that's that was far more important to drive your ship than to have to have five axes and a giant suit of armor and be screaming at people okay. whenever you pass them on the street. And then they got their ships up <laughs> onto the land, leaped out of the boat, and people were like, you're such great seamen, here, take our women, take our children, here, have all our golden food. That's what happened. We surrender. Yeah, and then they, like, took the what axes and, like, killed themselves. <laughs> yeah. You are gods among men. The Vikings are like, please kill yourself. They're like, yes, oh, yeah. we'll do that. That's what happened when they came to the New World. They found an indigenous populace who probably thought they were gods, much like the conquistadors, and said, um, you guys win. We're, we're going over here. And then <laughs> yes, but they became the first settlers in the New World, after the Chinese and before the Spanish. The Vikings were involved in quick strikes. They didn't have time to set up shop and say, look how impressive we are. They, they, they're like the NFL version of the Iraq saving thing that we came up with, right? Your idea. It was like that. It was like the old version of that. They came in, they struck, killed a bunch of people, everyone was freaked out, and then they left. That's not and true. While they were do- yes, it is true. It says no. it right there. It was based on raids. It's based on raids and plunder. That raids. Er, That's why the ships were done. In the beginning, Greg. Fast, but, light, maneuverable. Greg, that was in the beginning. <laughs> but then their population growth became so strong that they started going out and doing raids in order to get more land where they could settle. Well, that's they fine. They settled in Iceland and uh, Ireland in Where Canada. they froze to death. You know why? Because everyone in the that's damn culture was too H- busy waving around a sword and not putting together a fire. That's why they froze to death in Iceland. That's why we don't have Vikings around today. I'm not saying it was an efficient method of living. I'm just saying that's the way they were living. How many Vikings have you seen lately? What? The non-Minnesota kind. You seen any floating around? No. Wait, wait, here we, here we go, here we go. Earl, aren't, Earl Rogvald. Aren't people like the descendants of Vikings? Yes, but they're not Vikings Earl Rogvald anymore. demonstrates the refinements of his Viking heritage. Well, the in culture this, is, doesn't exist. In this 12th century, yes, 12th century verse, okay? Yeah, so let me get this straight. He's showing his connection to Viking culture through a poem. There are nine skills known to me. At tables I play ably. I should do some music. 
That that doesn't have any swords. Rarely I run out of runes. He likes a game. You know, he likes to play with his runes. No no swords there. Reading. Smithcraft. Both come ready. Ah, uh, clear. Smithcraft. What what are they smithing exactly? But it doesn't mean he uses it. He with he smithing horseshoes. 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 I can skim the and ground on skis. He likes a bit of skiing. <laughs> Wield a bow for pure target practice, not against any person. Wield a bow. Do well in rowing. To both arts, I can bend my mind. Poets Look, lay in harpers playing. Yes, if you're a poet, are you going to write a poem like that? Or are you going to write, I rape and pillage when and where I wish. I like killing as much as I like fish. Like, what are you actually going to do as a poet? Are you going to choose the first option or the second option? Clearly, you're going to emphasize the things that aren't so hideous. But no, the Vikings according had to a you, bloody it's subculture. all about that. He would have just said... Me likey two no, things. No, he's a twin. That's my Back point. To I told Russ just also, now. He's not a Viking anymore. No. This is a 21st century romantic who's like, oh, Vikings were nice people and they hugged people and gave them teddy bears. No, they killed people. Twelfth. This is 12th century verse, Greg. What? This is a 12th century also, verse. Greg, he wouldn't have been writing about things that were hideous because he wouldn't think violence was hideous in the first place right. if he was indoctrinated by the Viking culture. All the more reason he wouldn't bring it up in a poem. Why bother to talk about it? He's not going to be like, today I killed 10,000 men. Klingons do nothing but write poems about war. All Klingon poetry is about killing and war and, you know, genocide. But every aspect <laughs> of the culture is about fighting. Even, you know, making love, courting, all of that fighting. Uh, look, again... My argument is not that these people spent every hour of the day killing th everything in sight. My point is that even the more peaceful people... There's no reason... There have been many people in society who have been very violent, who have also been artistic. There have been many cultures which were both artistic and violent. In fact, sometimes both at the same time. They thought there was an art of violence in many cases. My argument is not that. My argument is that even the people... there that You didn't have the subdivisions and specializations of these people who were like, Oh, you go off and do that crazy fighting, you people... I'm going to go, you know, serve in my hospital or I'm going to go hang out in my bar and then magically disappear and come and then, you know, show up again when you come back asking where I was a week ago. You know, that's not what was happening. My point is all these people had to be ready to fight when they were expected. Look, maybe they could figure out a way to weasel their way out of it. I mean, maybe, maybe there are ways that they could be like, oh, you should go ask Olaf. He's got, you know, a better sword than I do or something. I mean, I'm sure there were some people who might have tried to get out of it, but they wouldn't be openly like, you know, no, I hate you and I hate everything about you know, violence. Okay, and I'm but see, that's a different and, thing. No, no, you know, no, no, you're getting into a Everybody's argument, got Greg. swords. Everybody had axes. Everybody had to fight. He when wasn't they were saying fight. that. He wasn't saying that necessarily. There were people that were actively pacifists, but he was saying that there were people that existed that didn't agree with the normal Viking there fighting mentality. There were probably mentality. people who were lunatics, too. There were probably people who were like, you know, we're all that's fuzzy right. bunnies on the earth. Exactly, I mean, like, that's what we're saying. Yeah, that's but those people are right. insane. That's exactly right. <laughs> I don't have to define no, the insane. some of them are insane. Some of them disagree. Some of them do their own thing. And most of them are <laughs> do their own Vikings, thing. just like any other civilization. This is not... Just like any other civilization. No, not just like some every other modern left, civilization. Some were you banished, mean? Some were killed, and some lived alongside the Vikings without carrying a sword around. Or if they did carry a sword around, it was only for show, and they would never ever use it. And these people existed. And Saint Magnus wasn't the only one. <laughs> and there were 419 other ones, at least. You figured out. I love the ratios, by the way. I mean, like. <laughs> Again, those people, even the process just, of natural it's selection, like the if rule. they didn't carry around swords, like, yes, in, they would be killed. They wouldn't survive. It's natural selection. In different societies, the 85% rule may vary, but there is no society where there's like a 0% rule, where you're like, every single person is like this, and those who weren't like this are dead. That just never exists. It's never the case. There's always a diversity, no matter how strong the social norms exist in a society, and no matter how much indoctrination goes on, there are always outliers. Always, always, always. I'm sure there were a couple of hermits Sometimes more than living up in the mountains <laughs> who didn't fight because they were hermits. There have always been hermits who we don't know about who lived up in the mountains somewhere. Okay? Viking hermits. Viking hermits. And they they looked very much like hermits today. No, I mean like that's that's there. I'm sure there were Viking hermits, but there were no Viking people, a part of regular everyday society, who would walk around going, you know, I don't Viking need swords. Hermits, there were Viking cowards. There were Viking cowards all over the place. 
just like there were regular cowards in other societies. How do you explain the act, taking the axe to the toilet? How do you explain that? That's my ace in the hole. I'm sure most people, like, in the way that most people now, like, I don't know, read Harry Potter, most people then took axes to the toilet. I don't read Harry Potter, and there were some people who don't put take axes to the toilet. Like, Did you just make an argument that they brought axes because they didn't bring Harry Potter? Is that the argument you just made? No. It's <laughs> uh, just uh, the way that there's some trend where everyone does the same thing because it's all acceptable and they do what everyone else does, and then there are going to be people who specifically will do the opposite. Because they don't like doing what everyone else does, just because they do it. See, whatever. The now, see, now we're getting it's down to it. It's a great book. You'll that, love it. It's amazing. Yeah. I love to read. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not going to read it just because everyone likes now it. Now we're getting down to like it. In the 1100s. Yeah, yeah. Now we're getting down to it. Russ views himself as being part of this contrarian heritage. He wants to be like, if I were back then, I would have been against it just because everyone was for it. So the hell with a Viking society. It's true. I would have been My like, existence. In and of itself proves that other people like me have existed in history and have just gone against the grain, even for no particular reason or for good reasons, whatever. But they did it. So, so yeah, so th that's what this comes down to. They were this. This is not about you have a personal stake in this belief. But ex again, though, being c I don't have a personal stake. I'm just I just happen to be evidence for it because I don't believe that I'm like some unique manifestation that's never existed <laughs> before. I think that I share you know a genetic lineage with billions of people, and so it's in there Wouldn't somewhere. Wouldn't have picked up a sword and fought. Instinct to not follow what everyone else is Russ, doing. If everyone picked up a sword and went running at someone, don't tell me you wouldn't have picked up a sword and run at someone. Even your contrariness would have gotten overwhelmed by how cool why. it was. What do you mean? It depends on why. It depends on what's going on. <laughs> what's going I, on is well, cool well, shit, like I'm fighting not a people. Random contrarian. <laughs> I'm a reason. That's contrarian, what I mean. So my contrarianism is based on reason. So, so what would the reason back then if it was like we're all going to kill the guy because we're going to drink his blood and Valhalla and Jolner and all that stuff would be like all right that probably sounds like a exactly. good idea exactly but That's maybe someone would have said no but Russ they weren't somebody else might have said they no they weren't raiding because they were like let's raid because the bunny rabbit in my head told me to do it they were raiding for cool reasons you would have liked these reasons the Vikings wouldn't have been like let's go raid because well it's either that or kick ourselves in the head they raided because they needed food they needed territory they needed women you know that's why you did raids all those things were cool so you would have done and it that's why that's why we're at war in iran and iraq right now it's because we need oil and we need resources and we need to control the uh you know that part of the world because it's unstable it's all the same nonsense it's still true and i oppose i it. think we missed a bring i think we missed a transition <laughs> somewhere <laughs> turn the page now <laughs> i mean <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That sounds like something else, like some like horror flick sound of the, like the fly or something. Yeah. That, that's uh, re 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 no. re. <laughs> it sounds exactly is? like this other non-sounding sound. <laughs> is it like the Wayne's World flashback thing That's that could be. Hello, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> no, you're not, dude. Delaware. And that's exactly what happened, because nothing happens in Delaware. Right. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. There are always reasons to oppose the majority, no matter what political justifications there are for raping and pillaging and plundering. But let me ask you even this, if Russ. It's cool. Let me put it to you this Our way, though. Our society likes violence enough to even think it might have been fun to be a Viking, because we're inherently pretty violent ourselves. Even story. Even though we don't carry swords like around. Like pirates. And, and that's a fact. And so, pirates certainly would have had that same violent, violent heritage. Let me just ask you, if you were given the opportunity and you were sitting there and you're like, okay, I could be a part of a cool Viking society. I mean, if you were given a choice of societies, wouldn't the Viking society have been one of the societies that you would choose? Like you would stay away from some society. No, you wouldn't choose a Viking no society. Way. I wouldn't choose Viking society. I would choose. I would much rather be in the Greek, uh, an ancient Greek than a Viking, for God's sakes. Come okay, on. would you rather be an Athenian about to be overrun by the Spartans or would you rather be the Spartan? Well, if we're putting me in the position of being one of these people, I can't know exactly Dude, what's going to happen. would you rather be one of the 300 you know, 
course over the course of history. Would you rather be King Leonidas and one of the three hundred? I'd rather live in a cool society with education and democracy. Well, yes, but that's like, not always a choice. You know, you know I'm saying if you had and a cleanliness and <laughs> and cleanliness, lack of disease. So, like, so if I gave you a choice between living in your apartment now or living in a squalid the nice hut, supple boys that do your <laughs> yeah, bidding. exactly, or living in a squalid hut in Viking society, <laughs> what would you choose? Again, this is a perfect this is a perfect example that like not every single ancient Greek was gay. I know this because they lived for more than one generation. They weren't gay. So, like, they weren't gay. Somebody even those activities weren't gay. Heterosexual no. sex. There's many of them that weren't gay, but they still had sex with boys. Uh, They're having sex with boys for other reasons oh, besides wonderful. gayness. Yeah. All right. I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about <laughs> other societies. <laughs> <laughs> the phone ringing for the transition now all of a sudden it's become alright say you had a society where you, let me give you this option okay let's say you had a society where you had two distinct groups of people the Athens Sparta is kind of a version of this where you had one society that was reasonably well educated but was militarily weak and thus was vulnerable to attack and you had a militarily more powerful society what would you have chosen to be in and let's say that I uh -huh. even made it let's say I even made it that the emphasis it wasn't that the military was only military and that the, the, the cultural society was only cultural let's say that I said the culture had a military but it wasn't as good and the military had a culture but it okay. wasn't as good what would you then Here's choose the thing dude when you set up this kind of question for me i don't think of it like i'm looking at a civ 3 board where i can clearly you see don't? that like Come one on country now. has like a geographical advantage and the other one clearly is lacking in trade i think of it is as an individual who actually had to live and like worry about what i was going to eat and what kind of opportunities there were for a person you know my age and whatever demographics i happen to be in this society and like a day-to-day -day lifestyle and day-to-day, -day, I would rather be in the educated, militarily weak society and, you know, probably not know that there was some army that was going to come and plunder and take all our shit. Because day to day, I would rather it like the veil of ignorance existed. If under Kant's veil of ignorance, I would definitely choose to be an Athenian over a Spartan. But I mean, could you? Oh, I'll see. Kant's veil of ignorance is kind of hard to get around. But I guess the way I would respond to that is, if I mean, <laughs> like, but would you rather be part of a society? Because you're very practical, also, right? Obviously, you have this contrarian streak and everything, but you're also a very uh -huh. practical person. So, in practical terms, wouldn't you want to be part of a society that would have a better chance of surviving? And again, I'm not giving you the choice of only warrior or only. I was about to say wizard, and then I realized well, that wouldn't well, work. Yeah, or I only mean, scholar. Like, you know. Wouldn't you prefer being a thief? I want, I want a, wizard. a thief where uh, you can get, like, wizard. double damage for backstabbing? Right, or do you want to be a barbarian where you get to do a spin attack? <laughs> With a high charisma? Very high charisma. But no, like, I mean, Finding traps. Um, but no, seriously, like, like no, would you want to... Here's you the know? thing. Greg, I agree with you. In As a pragmatist from the outside, I agree with you. As someone who's about to start a life in one of these cultures, I have to pick the life that I like. Even if I'm going to die earlier, I'd rather grow up as an Athenian than have to like be really? whipped into shape as a Spartan my whole life. Like, that would suck. But what if you could make... I mean, but you could, sti no couldn't you, you could still make Doesn't artistic like contributions fun. in Sparta, as I say. It's not like that wouldn't be open to you. I don't think you can. It's like, what are you going to etch something in the dirt with your dagger and be like, look what I do. Shut up. We don't draw here. Now you have to fight me to prove that you're not a sissy. Like, that's horrible. Now who's talking about everyone having daggers and axes? That's exactly the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> Shut up. Fight me. No, Greg, there are these 420. You no, can go he's live going with the along with what you were saying, Greg. You could go live with a commune of 420 other people that, you know, like drawing in the dirt with their daggers. <laughs> I'm saying that Yes, if we're playing risk, you know, I'm going to choose the tactical military advantage. If I'm a whole civilization, I choose to be the Spartan whole civilization. But I'm not. I'm one person. <laughs> and one person, it's a very different perspective. I see. Well, what about you, Clea? Would you choose Sparta or Athens? Survival or art? <laughs> Like that's that's all uh, Athens was. Ladies and gentlemen, this this uh, this ultimatum brought to you yeah. by ImpossibleDecisions.com. Uh, no, what would it be? It's oversimplification. <laughs> Cowboy or Indians? By Cowboy by Indians, fun. Russ. Cowboy Indians. <laughs> right. Look, you're either with us or you're um, against us. Cowboy, because they had more technology. Okay. And so the day to day life was probably better. Yep. Probably. But the, Although it's close. Well, the Indians had close. had drugs and mysticism. Right. They you did, had the tent that you could go to. Yeah. 
and the chick from Dances with yeah. Wolves. I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> it's, it's better. It's a better choice than like Vikings versus squirrels. <laughs> That's because I don't want to be either. <laughs> I don't want to be either. There's some some middle ground there. <laughs> the little known Croag people who were hoarded nuts but could still kill kill people with the best of them. Berserker squirrels. Berserker squirrels. Like the mole men. Well, you know what else? Speaking of mole men and blindness and all these other things, we actually... Is that what we were talking about? Yeah, I just segued nicely into it. <laughs> yes, turn the page now. <laughs> we have uh, come to the end of another hour. We want to thank all of you guys for listening. And by the time away, by the time this comes up, uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, which will be very, very soon, because Russ get a lot of shows he's going to be getting out, by the time this gets up there, yep. you're going to be seeing, uh, we're going to have a oh, special yeah. surprise, because our next... Next show is MEP Report number 100, and we have a special surprise uh, planned. Yeah. We've actually talked a little bit about it, special. and it will be awesome and cool. So please look out for that. Please contact us all the ways you know how to do that. Please spread the word, and uh, yeah, please keep in all the cool people that you are. And let us know, Vikings or squirrels? We'd like 100. to know. 100! <laughs> 100 shows. It's coming! Right. You're all very excited! Say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> be excited! <laughs> A hundred shows of a one type of show Rest. that makes no money and gives it to you for Rest. free, and it's a hundred. Would you rather be an excited like Viking it. or an excited squirrel? <laughs> Which one? Go nuts! I think that that's sort of inherent in what they are. They're like, according to Greg, you're like, what? <laughs> Must go to battle with my seven axes and giant clanky suit of armor and iron underwear. It's the Iron Age. Everything is iron. Here, have an iron leg of lamb. It's delicious. It's the Iron Age. Here, drink some molten iron. We have to melt it so you can drink it. It's delicious. The Iron Age. I hated the Bronze Age. I'm so happy we're in the Iron Age right. now. It's a lot yeah, tastier. Iron tastes much better. It's better for you, yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. Nobody had anemia in no. the Iron Age. Not <laughs> no a anemic person. Vikings. <laughs> oh, no God. Squirrels, on the other hand, major problem for squirrels. So they had plenty of iron. The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at mepreport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu glands. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Just another day away